come explore with me the energy and some little bits of astrology with this next full blood moon. It's also going to be a full eclipse on Wednesday, May 26th. Hi, I'm Trina. I'm an intuitive, psychic, shamanic, and angel practitioner, and I'm ready here to explore this next full moon and how it can bring in shifting and change and how you can apply this into your life. We'll explore the energy and bring in an end with a little bit of a ritual. This next full moon is in the Sagittarius astrological sign. We will also have a total lunar eclipse that will be happening at the same time. It's also called the full blood moon because of the reddish color that some of us may be able to view when it's fully in the sky. When we have a full moon, it fully reflects the light of the sun. So that's why it looks full in the sky. During an eclipse time though, we will see both shadow and light in a way that we don't normally see. It's pretty exciting. I can't wait to observe. This full moon will occur just before the Mercury retrograde cycle, May 29th through June 21st. It's going to be a strong reminder to gather your plan and the data and explore your options before committing to any one thing. One of the gifts of Mercury retrograde is the capacity to make adjustments quickly. So buckle up, we're in for a ride. This moon also carries other names. It's called the Flower Moon, Milk Moon, Planty Moon, Merry Moon. The native tribes call it the Flower Moon, mostly due to the fact that the flowers are blossoming and blooming in May. It's a beautiful array of colors at this time. Look at the plants and the trees and see all the different pieces of nature expressing their colors right now. We're seeing nature in its full bloom and fertility and the abundance of the world is springing forth. Earth is celebrating the joyful and playful aspects of life with fresh green leaves, roses, and bird songs all around you right now. We see the bright bushes painting the earth with its infinite flowers and vibrant colors. In the full moon light of this month, the flowers are said to grow at night and even dance in honor of the moon. So let's round back to the eclipse and how amazing and fun they are to expand and shift with. As we have talked about before, the moon represents emotions. So pay attention because your personal and the collective whole emotions can get amplified during eclipses. Yes, you heard it, amplified. As we see, there's a lot of chaotic energy and emotions. How do you navigate this? Well, it's time to stay present. Be aware. Stay with your emotions. Pay attention to it, especially right now before and after an eclipse. The Sagittarius full moon will shine its light on its truthful communications. Sagittarius energy is sassy. It likes to stand up and speak out. It's a time to explore a variety in your life while committing to a clarity in communication in daily life. Communication is just not layered with what we say, but also what we write. This includes emails, text, and social posts. Just take some time before you say, am I reacting out of a monkey brain? Am I acting from a place of emotion before I want to send that text or that post? Remember, words create a reality and your thoughts direct this energy. This moon is going to be the opposite of the sun in Gemini, which means it's going to be a time to revisit belief systems and be open to new ways of knowing. I feel this whole process with this pandemic has been a layering down of this foundation for us to do this exploration of our belief systems. One of the example is how do you believe in aliens? Well, we're going to get more information, especially from our government coming soon. They're going to be sharing some more bits and information around alien technology and energy. So this may, you know, challenge some of your belief systems. One message I did receive around this, though, is pay attention to this new information. It may be a distraction from other things going on around us. Just be open, be aware, and receive. Sagittarius will also be ruling the planet 
planet in Jupiter. Since Jupiter is the largest planet in our solar system, there's a tendency for excess and over-the-top activity. Sagittarius also carries the energy of optimism, excess, and the beliefs that we just talked about. You're going to need to be mindful of how you focus your time and energy in the coming weeks. Discernment and acknowledgement are going to be the key so that you don't get toppled over with the energy. This energy is going to be like this balancing game between all the energies that we're dealing with. It's really important that you really look at what is going on with yourself, doing that self-scan and seeing where you're at with your emotions. Are you reacting from monkey brain, which I call the emotional brain? Are you really sitting with and making the choices from a factual place or versus a reactive place? This is what's going to be the key to kind of get you through this energy in the next coming weeks. So another way you can do this is where you focus your energy with people, projects, and plans. It will make all the difference. There's even planetary alignment sprinkled in this full moon that will make the dance of partners a very fruitile energy with your thoughts, words, and deeds. That means this is a time for, you know, the shifting, the calling in that you've been wanting to do. The ground is fertile for all this. This is literally what we're laying down with this full moon energy. You're also seeing the layering of our thoughts, words, and actions come back into play. We know our thoughts make our reality. Super important to notice the internal chatter with yourself and see if there's a contrast between what you're quietly telling are yourself versus what you reveal out loud in words. This is the front side seat of the moon's energy to double check those facts and align with your awareness before moving into action with them. If you truly believe in yourself that it's not going to manifest, well, it's not going to manifest because that's the energy you're putting out, not just the words. Remember, you have to change that dialogue, that energy, even if it has to become a mantra for you that yes, this will manifest for me because I am a strong universal powerhouse of energy that spirit aligns with and wants to get. I mean, how beautiful is that, right? (laughs) I'm going to give you seven helpful suggestions to help keep the energy balanced in this next full moon. Because like I said, it may feel like we're on that roller coaster ride in the front seat and like, whoa, what's going on? But we also, what's great about being in that front seat is it's exhilarating. It reminds you to be in life fully. And man, it makes your heart come and beat so hard in your chest with excitement, with adventure. And that's how I want you to take on this energy of this next full moon. One, I want you to reassess your beliefs and see how they are shifting or holding you back. Oh my God, self-reflection, right? Work, yes, it's always about work when we're working with spirit. If we wanna grow and shift people, we gotta do the work. So you're not the only one that has to do work. I had to do work and I was had to assemble this activity and how you can reassess those beliefs and values. So it's on my website, guys, under resources. Check it out. Um, it's all around values and beliefs. Download it. Go and start reflecting. It's a great tool for help you to start identifying those pieces for you. Second, acknowledge and express the emotions you're having. This is one thing that I talk about regularly because because we always think of emotions as a hindrance or um, that they're negative. And actually, they're the main key for anything that we want to bring in. Our emotions are a gift to us. They're such a beautiful gift of balancing, helping us to identify what we need to shift and move through. Ways we can work through shifting these emotions, journaling, painting, artistic expression, sitting and talk, you know, give yourself a voice. 
you know, be honest with how you really feel and have those honest conversations. When we give it and allow ourselves to have that expression, you'll feel amazingly better. You'll feel the shift inside. Okay, number three, sit and see your experience or situation from another's perception or eyes. What? Yeah, that's a little bit hard to do sometimes because we always tend to see it just from our view. But it's really key to say, well, why did they feel like this? What was their perception? What was their reaction? And sometimes we realize, you know, we're the bad guy in someone's story. It's not always so fun to realize that. And so when we sit with a different perspective, it gives us that whole 360 view. I always say it's like that hawk view. Way above, it's the 360 hawk view. We can see all the different pieces from it. And when we're able to see all those different pieces from it, it doesn't carry the same energy as it did before. Number four is speak words from the heart and be mindful. Because remember, words are power. When I'm working when having sessions with people, I have worked with horrific types of abuse. But when I see verbal abuse, I literally see it like cuts into the soul. Because what do people do with the word? They replay them over and over and over again. And so it just embeds and roots into their system. Again, I mean, they carry things from when we were children, things that aren't theirs, things that are other people's values and beliefs, things that were said out of anger, hate, rage even, and they carry that as their truth. And so words to me are the most powerful things for manifestation, change, but also harm. Think about the words you do for yourself. Are your words loving? Are they kind? Are they beautiful? Do you support yourself and say, I love you. You got this. You can do this. This is the pieces I'm talking about when you speak words from the heart and be mindful of the words you say, not just to other people, but mainly to yourself. What words are you expressing in that? What words are you allowing yourself to receive of love, of grace, of kindness? So those are the words I want you to work on. Number five, explore the other actions or choices you have in this situation. We get so stuck in linear and think that we only have this one option and that is it. And so sometimes when we sit down and even get a different perspective by another family or friend and say, hey, I need some problem solving. It's kind of like a group project where you come together and kind of problem solve. And it's okay to ask for that. I ask for clarity all the time. My actions or this is what I want to be the end result. And how other ways can you see that I may be able to receive this or or move into this direction? It's, It's surprising because so many different, when you get a different perspective, and I'll get several, I'll talk to several friends that I trust and are safe for me to have this exploration with. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even think of that. So sit down with it and think of other actions or choices. Like when you're trying to make a big life decision, doesn't mean you have to make it right then and there. You know, sit down and reflect with it. You know, get some other ideas if there's another way to bring in resolution to this problem or to what you want to manifest and bring in. Is there other actions or goals that you can do to manifest to have that sprinkle into your life. Okay, number six, reflect with the facts versus from a place of emotions. You heard me say this earlier. So when we go into monkey brain, we're reacting from a place of emotions. We're being triggered either from a past event that our brain remembers of this being unsafe, this doesn't feel right. It's kind of that reactive brain of flight or flight kind of stuff. And so one of the things is like, when I feel like my emotions are really being triggered or rise to the surface, especially with anger. I I don't do well with anger. Anger is not one that sits well with me. It will make me cry and it frustrates me, but it's always such a key identifier to saying, 
hey, what's going on here? Why am I feeling like this? Where is this coming from? Give an example. One time I was on a customer service call and the person really was not listening to me. And they were kind of making assumptions and saying things that were not the truth of the situation. And I felt myself getting extremely angry and frustrated. And I had to literally put the phone down, take a deep breath and use my words of you're not listening to me. That's not what I said. I mean, I got this situation resolved. But after I got done off of that phone call, I was like, man, why did I have such an intense reaction to this phone call? Why did I feel, you know, so angry with it? And when I sat and reflected more, I realized it reminded me some things with my childhood where I didn't feel heard or valued and people just assumed that they knew better than I knew myself kind of stuff. That's where I knew it was from a monkey brain that I was reacting from, some something that I needed to still resolve inside and having my truth and voice. And that's not always, that's not a bad thing. I always tell our emotions are key awareness and clues to other stuff going on. They they like to show us, hey, we have some unresolved stuff here. Let's figure this out. Or it, it may be something new that is something new that's been engaging that says, hey, this is something new, something new to work with. So our emotions, like I said, are such beautiful gifts. And so when I sit with something, I literally go, okay, what's the facts of this situation? I'll even write it down. And then when I'm done processing that, then I go, okay, what part is my emotions and why did I do? And sometimes that means going into meditation and going on a shamanic journey and sitting with my counsel like, hey, this is big. And I understand that's a lot of work. But if you're about shifting and moving your life into a different direction, giving an hour of your time is nothing to start working through this. So when that comes up again, you can identify and move it through a lot quicker and it doesn't have as an intense a reaction as it did before. So sit with it, reflect. And this helps us move into number seven. Gather all this information before making your choices and moving forward. Sit with it all. Write it down on a piece of paper. See, you know, which is all the different little options that you can move into this goal or into this choice. Remember, one way isn't always set. You remember there's always several different directions to get to a place. They may not always be conventional. An example I can give for that is like going to your house. You know, yes, you have the streets that drive you to your house, but someone can parachute down. Someone can dig up from the ground underneath. There's so many different ways that people can come to your location. So don't be stuck with that. Open up your mind to receive the different directions that it can that you can move forward to with this one goal or making this choice with a difficult decision. Okay, number eight. Get out of your comfort zone and try something new. Embrace the adventure. Trust me. I know that, you know, trying something new, how uncomfortable that is. That means us being vulnerable at times, right? Because it's not something that we're proficient in or that we've mastered. Get uncomfortable, get out of that box and have fun. Enjoy it. Remember, trying new things and trying different stuff is to bring some joy, some newness into your life. Have fun. And I want you to share these stories. Tell me how, you know, trying something new, change your perspective, or you got to find a new food, or you ended up with a new friend because you went and tried a different class. You know, I want to hear these stories because whenever we try something new and get out of our comfort zone, it always brings little blessings of joys. And I can't wait to hear what yours is going to be. Full moon energy is always about a time that stirs the floor of emotions and helps us go into a vibrational shift. It is a way of washing away the negative energy to make room for our energetic growth to take place. And she helps light this and hug us and remind us, you know, to shift and love ourselves and lights the energy while we're moving through the sloughing off. But 
Remember, that's usually on a regular full moon. With this one, we're going to have a little bit of conflicting energy with the eclipse energy. So that's why it's going to be a little bit wonky. And so when I talk about this, it's not a good time to charge those crystals. It's not a good time to make moon bath water unless you like that, you know, almost chaotic conflicting energy. And so some people do. And so I'm just saying, just be cautious and aware. And it's not anything to cause fear. You know, I always believe when we have these dualities of tug of war with energy, it's to help us bring balance and centering and, you know, more reflection. It helps shift up things underneath that we may not have seen before that we need to look at. And I loved how the natives call it the flower moon. It's also a symbolism as us as humans, like the flowers, it's time for us to blossom, to grow day by day, and to a reminder to soak up the sun's rays, to gather its energy from it. We take the sun for granted, and it's actually very energizing and grounding and centering. This is the most important time to go out and earth, people. Get your feet connected to our sacred mother and raise your hands to, you know, our sacred father and say, thank you, and receive that energy. Flush that system, cleanse, balance. Use the energy and resources that are around us that are just given to us naturally. One of the messages is I connected with my spirit energy of the wisdom keepers. This is a place where all universal knowledge is shared and encourages us to learn, grow, and teach from. This is where my counsels of my spirit guide sits with. And it's it's such a beautiful place. And there's only a few times that I've actually got to experience this wisdom keeper place with them. So when I get to go there, I'm I pay attention. I'm like, wow, here I am again. How amazing. There was one in particular keeper that came forth with this message for all of us. And as I heard her message, it was the beautiful melody of words and sounds blended together. It was nothing that I've ever experienced before. It was so profound and it was just amazing. Wisdom keeper, she like sparkled like a disco ball. Um, her energy was fluid and vibrant. And she said it, it's a, this time is to remind us to take responsible for our life experience and to remember our true source of wholeness, our true source of wholeness, who we are, where our true essence embodies from, not this physical world, but our true essence of our soul and our spirit. Remembering always that we are loved, respected, honored, and supported simply for who we are. They understand we're on this physical world journey that we're on and there's no judgment. It was absolute love. Your energy and light has a purpose and meaning no matter where you are on this path. To remember your experience are for growth and not to cause you harm in any way. I know some of these life lessons feel like a punishment almost, and it's not. It's really for us to get a different perspective, a different way of growing and to shifting from. And I know some of you are like, well, why did I take this on? And I have that questions sometimes with some of the lessons that I get too. And I don't feel like we're meant to always have this answer of control, but to receive and to grow and to honor that process. She also reminded me, using this full moon is to help release and shift your vibration from negativity. And what does that mean? That means blame, shame, judgment, anger, and hate to a higher vibration of self-acceptance, love, and self-care. So all the different pieces we just went over is part of that self-care, that self-love, 
when you sit and acknowledge those values and beliefs and really start identifying them, when you really start identifying your emotions and why you're carrying them, it starts shifting your perspective in a different view. And they no longer are charged as much as they, they can be. The beautiful wisdom keeper encouraged us to open up our heart chakra fully so that you may feel this beautiful loving energy that the earth is manifesting at this time, which is abundance and nature's beauties. It's increasing its vibration every second to help support us in our needs. It's it's birthing fertility into our lives with not just our food and the animals, but also the energy. This new growth, this new shifting are happening like every second. And sometimes we're so busy in our daily lives, we miss the beauty that's all around us. I'm going to ask you to pause when you go on a walk. Pause when you go outside. See the symphony of nature and its surrounding atmosphere. See the beauty. See the the sound of the wind in the trees. See the birds singing. See the insects flying in the sky. See how the clouds are moving through and how the wind is shifting their shape. Pay attention. Just take a minute and pause. It's the most energetic vibrational shift that we can experience right now. It's, It's beautiful. It's a birthing of this energy of abundance that's going on all around us. And we tend to get so busy that we miss these little beautiful springs of joy, I call them. The energy is sung with laughter and love and the strong message you're loved exactly for you, who you are here and now. They just love you for who you are here and now. They understand we're here in a human experience, moving through a human realm with lessons that are, you know, can feel like mud that we're moving through, but they still love you. Instantly, I felt my heart chakra just open and the vibrations of togetherness and how we're all connected as a source. So I hope you too, when you take that pause, that you can feel that deep connection. So the ritual we're going to explore today will help you move into this acceptance and release that we've been talking about this whole podcast. We're going to work with the beautiful energy of the lotus flower. The lotus flower is a symbol of purity, enlightenment, self-regeneration, and rebirth. Its characteristics are perfect likeness for the human condition. Even in its roots are in the dirtiest, darkest water, the lotus produces the most beautiful flower. Well, just like us, we're going through a hard, probably one of the hardest difficult times we're probably going to see in a long time. And in that doesn't mean that it, we can wither and die away. It means we're going to blossom. We're going to shift. We're going to grow. It's a time for beauty and strength. This is the piece when we're working with the lotus flower. This is a flower moon ritual. So you're going to get something that re- represents the lotus for you. It can be a pitcher. It can be incense. It can be the oil. Whatever lotus represents. You can even have a candle or a symbol of lotus somewhere on your altar. Get a green candle candle, a lighter, and a paper and pen. So directions, we're always going to create a balanced space, so sacred space. Prepare your intention before you even start the ceremony. Think of all the things that, you know, if you did the homework of releasing or what values and beliefs that you carry, and there's some that you realize, oh man, these aren't my true values or beliefs, but I carry it from my parents, or I carry it from a teacher that placed that, or an experience I went through, and you're ready to shift that, you know, use those pieces. Use those different aspects when you're working with the intention. So let's start by setting sacred space, by removing unwanted energies from your space. Remember, that could be even your feelings that you're carrying around some of the stuff that you identified, that it has a heavy feeling to it. So get your sage stick, your loose sage blend, your stick of sage incense, and allow the smoke to raft around your space, thinking of the tension only light and love are allowed in this space. You can also, you don't have to use smoke. You can use sound to clear the space with a 
chime, a bell, a drum, a rattle. It doesn't have to always be burning herbs. And you can do this while thinking of just the beauty that's around you, being cleansed and being grounded. Now your area is cleansed and ready to begin. And now I want you to sit down and carve three words into your green candle. So some examples is I release, and you're gonna release, like choose one main thing that you've been working on, that you've been trying to shift. It could be anger, sadness, fear, anxiety, jealousy, doubt, guilt, grief, sadness, or anything you feel is holding you back. If you don't want to carve them, then write the words on a piece of paper and then put it underneath the candle. This doesn't have to be set in stone. It's just magnifying the intention that we're doing. Choose a word that represents what you want to release and shift. And after you choose that word, sit with your candle and put it in a holder and then put the lotus next to it. And remember, this is the intention of lotus grows and thrives even through the murkiest water waters. Then light your green candle and focus your intention of release. See those pieces shifting and in your mind's eye, if it's working on anger, how is that expressed? Are you journaling? Are you giving it an expression in a different way by, you know, it being being able to be released with your workouts or bike rides or walk or having that truthful talk that you needed to have? That energy of anger doesn't carry that angst as much anymore. And then after you sit with that and you see visualizing what does that look like when it's released from your life? (laughs) When it's released from that event or that situation or that relationship, what does that visualization look like? See that joy being sprinkled in. See that communication exchange happening. See you feeling balanced and centered. See that happiness being sprinkled into your life and how does that feel? Those are the pieces I want you to sit with. And then also what you're going to do is write down on a piece of paper and just Give gratitude for the things that are coming forth in your life. Give gratitude for all the little blessings that you have going on right here and now. Because sometimes it's hard for us to see those little joys and blessings. And so when we write it down, we're we're reminded of all the little things that we have to be grateful for. And when you're done, you let the candle burn as long as you can. I understand some can't let it burn that long and that's okay. And don't be tied to how this comes in. Don't be tied to how this is supposed to flow. Let spirit do the work for you. Let the universal support, let it shift and move to do this cleansing so these garden of energy that we've been talking about can manifest and grow for you in your life. Just open and receive. And then take all those pieces. You can take the ones that you written down, your candle wax if you have any left, and the same with the paper, and go bury it outside. Go bury it to Gaia. Go give it to her. Um, Let her transmute it and see you planting those seeds of growth. See that seeds of change, seeds of release and shifting. You're fertilizing the ground of your garden to bring forth the things that you're going to bring in with this next new moon. Well, I hope this brought some enlightenment and shifting for you as it did me. Thank you for sitting with me today as we explore this next full moon's energy and how we can use it to support us. Don't forget, you can go to my website at www.alteredhaven.com and go to the resources and links section and you can download the values and belief systems to work and help you identify some of these core values you may be carrying and wanting to shift. Enjoy this full moon ritual. It's to bring and fertilize the ground for the next coming intentions, manifestations, and growth that you've been calling forth. Join me on social media. I'd love for us to be connected and part of our community. 
You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok. Have a wonderful full moon and let her light lead your way.